is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. Uh, let's. Uh, it's time for your daily assist. Time to talk to Howard. Eric, uh, you ready with the open? Hit it. It's time for your NBA fix. This is the Big Show Daily Assist. Featuring all the latest news and insight on the association. Now joining the Big Show. Senior NBA writer for Sports Illustrated, Howard Beck, on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Howard, happy Friday. How are you? Doing well, guys. How are you? Hey, we're uh, we're doing terrifically well. Uh, excited for tonight's game, Utah Jazz taking on the Charlotte Hornets, Gordon Hayward and the Jazz. Um Howard, how do, you, how do you view, in hindsight, how do you view the, the Gordon Hayward story and his relationship with the Jazz? Is it something, you know, maybe Jazz fans should uh, just move on with? Or, or, you know, you've seen so many, I guess, uh, players leave different markets and how fans respond. What do you think about that story this many years later? Yeah, I mean, look, in general, I make it a policy never to tell fans how they should uh, think about players, how they should root, whether they should, uh, you know, boo or cheer, uh, you know, keep it classy, I hope. But other than that, you know, it's not for me to say whether they should still feel jilted. What, four years? It's been almost, wow, that, that flew by. It's been almost four years. Um, you know, if, if they still feel a certain way about it, like that's 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 fandom. You know, you... you um, you invest emotionally in these guys. You buy their jerseys. You buy tickets. You you plant yourself in front of your TV. However, you appreciate the team you root for and and, and the players. Um, that you know you you would you invest a lot. And when they leave, it it feels personal, even though it's not. It has nothing to do with you, the fan. It has nothing to do with any one person. And it's you know these guys have to to go wherever makes them happy. And and Gordon Hayward four years ago decided it was Boston and, and reuniting. With Brad Stevens, um, and now he's in Charlotte. It, it, it's I'm I'm you know as a bystander, I'm ha- happy to see Gordon Hayward finally healthy, mostly and thriving, and, and looking a lot closer to the player that he was when he left Utah, um, which has been a while. You know he's he's been through a lot, and he's still obviously really talented, really valuable, really steady player. I think that you know the, the Hornets, to their credit, despite you know a lot of carping about his contract. They, you know, they're, they're, it's, he's showing right now why they were right to place a lot of faith in him and, and make an investment in him, despite some of the downside risks of that contract and his injury history. And, you know, the Hornets have become a, a really fun team in the early part of the season. They're scrappy. They're, they, they move the ball. I think they're leading the league in passing. Um, they might be leading the league in, in assist percentage. They've got a bunch of guys who, who make plays. You know, Hayward, one of them. LaMelo Ball, of course. Um Terry Rozier, uh, so it, it's it's a fun team, and you know, like I say, I I, I think uh, hopefully Jazz fans can appreciate the fact that that you know Gordon Hayward is is back to to playing at the level that he did when they were last cheering for him. Hopefully, they can be happy for him on that level. Howard, we talked with you about this last week a little bit, and these things are tenuous and tentative. 
But Jazz fans are looking at those standings and uh, seeing the Utah Jazz in the top at the top in the West is is, is something uh, that hasn't been hasn't happened very often at 17 and five. What does that mean to you? Nine and two at home, eight and three on the road. What? Any conclusion you can draw at this point? Nothing other than all the pieces seem to fit really well. And as we talked about a little bit last week, it's just nice to see that Mike Conley feels, you know, seemingly more comfortable and, and, and healthier this season. And, you know, they, I think they're getting the most out of the, the group that they have. And, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know, we, we did this a little bit last week, so I don't want to make a weekly habit of it. I don't want to do the jump ahead. How are they going to do in the playoffs against the other Western conference powers? You know, I think to an extent, just enjoy the ride. Like this team is really good. They're playing great basketball. They play a fun brand of basketball offensively. Uh, I, I say enjoy the ride. It it will, you know, things will, will unfold as they do in the postseason. We'll see how they eventually match up with the Lakers or Clippers or Nuggets or whoever is in their path. But for now, you know, they're legitimately one of the top teams in the West. I would expect they'll probably finish in that top four somewhere. Um, I, there's going to be some shaking out along the way. There's, you know, who knows, there may be teams – uh, you know, impacted for long stretches again by, you know, the health and safety protocols and, and guys being, you know, quarantined for, for contact tracing, all that. Like there, any number of things can still unfold as, over the next few months that may scramble the standings. But I think Utah has shown that they're in that top tier. You surprised we're going to have an all-star game, Howard? A little bit. A little bit. Um, you know, I thought of all the things that LeBron said last night, I think the one that was maybe the most interesting was him saying, you know, I, that he didn't he didn't expect this to to be happening, you know, that when they decided to 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 when the you know players in the in the league agreed to a December twenty second start date, and with the season broken into two halves and the schedule being released in in chunks like that, and scrapping All Star Weekend in, in Indianapolis, creating a five day break but without necessarily an All Star game in it, it created an expectation for the players. And I think for a lot of us that there just wouldn't be a game. You'll hold the all-star votes. You'll, you'll still go through balloting. You'll name all-star teams as you normally would. Guys will be honored as the best in their conference. And they'll get their bonuses if it's in their contract. And it will be put in the record books for, you know, all of history that, that, that you, know, you were named an all-star. But the game itself always seems superfluous. And as we sit here now on February 5th, it still seems superfluous to me because – it's, it's an exhibition, and most years it's not a very good one. And, you know, I understand there's TV money and, and the, the, the broadcast partners at Turner made a, a big investment and want to see the return on that investment. And if there's no game and, and nothing to broadcast that weekend, then, you know, that's something that the league and, and, the, and, and Turner would have to figure out. So there's, there's that. Um, you know, the, the league will, will I'm sure – say hey look the players want this too uh, some of them clearly do some of them clearly don't you know lebron spoke out De'Aaron fox spoke out i'm sure there are others who are just kind of playing it more cautiously because they don't want to rock the boat but i can't imagine anybody's thrilled with the idea of it you know uh one guys want to have that break um especially given that a lot of teams have that short turnaround to come back this season and the schedule's a little compressed and and, and it's a it's just you know it's a strange season and then, you know, there's just the thought of the added risk. And, the, again, the league will say, hey, look, we pulled off the bubble. 
we've done reasonably well this season. We'll create all these protocols. We will do everything possible to make things as safe as, 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 as it can be. But they're still holding this in Atlanta, a city that's not exactly, you know, treating this pandemic with the gravity that it should be. And it means throwing guys on planes again. Now, they'll, they'll, I'm sure they're flying by private plane. I'm sure that they, you know, there will be all kinds of rules about where they can be and cannot be while there. And it'll be a short span while they're there. And there's not going to be the usual weekend of, of partying that, involve, that All-Star Weekends usually entail. But still, you're staging an event that does not have to be staged. This is, this is optional. And I, 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 I'm curious to see when they finally make it official what Adam Silver and the rest of the league and the union say about the justification and how they are going to make it as safe as possible. Because – I think there's a lot of very reasonable skepticism out here. Howard, uh, the guys have been giving me a hard time this week. I, every time I start talking about Tom Brady, they start playing Unchained Melody in the background. He loves and Tom, Howard. Loves I, him. I, I, I don't really, but I do appreciate his greatness. And all they can talk about is balls being deflated and whatnot. But uh, that's neither here nor there. But the reason I bring that up is there's a lot of talk about about a great player who's advanced a little bit. And when I watched LeBron James 27-10-10 last night against the Nuggets, I mean, he doesn't seem to be slipping at all. No, it's absolutely incredible. Um, he's, you know, he's, he's a, a kind of a freak of nature, always has been. Um, but – you know, he also takes incredibly great care of himself. I mean, I think he's talked about spending, you know, a million or more a year on his body. And uh, he's always taking great care of himself. This is not somebody who, you know, there have been stars in this league who, you know, either, you know, let themselves go in the off seasons or partied too much or, you know, whatever it may be. And, you know, there's some luck involved too. Um, I'll never forget. You guys will never forget, I'm sure. Carl Malone missed what? Four games, his entire Jazz career, I think. Yeah. Five games. And then he comes to L.A., uh, where I was covering the Lakers at the time. And it was a freak accident. I think it was Scott Williams kind of fell on him and, and, and injured Carl's knee. But that wasn't age. That wasn't fatigue. That wasn't anything. That was just a freak accident. And and LeBron has avoided anything like that in his career. Um, it's It's incredible. And... He's also evolved. He's adapted. He's shooting over 40% from three this season for the first time in his career. Now, it may come down. It may, there may be some regression to the mean. But he, you know, he's going to the line less, but he's shooting more threes, and he's making them at a, at, a, at a great clip. And he still has the ability to just control a game with his passing and his, his intelligence. And so um, I, it, I, I, I am impressed every time I watch him play. I, I hope he can keep doing it for years to come. Howard, uh, you mentioned you you covered Carl Malone, and I don't think I've ever asked you this. I I covered uh, well, certainly Gordon covered Carl Malone more than me, but uh, his last uh, year or two in Utah was kind of the beginning of my career, and he would say something in every single media availability that I would just raise my eye and thought I never would have thought that. I mean, one of the truly more unique people uh, on this planet, Carl Malone. What was your experience covering him that closely? I enjoyed him so much that year. Um, you know, by the time Carl was done in Utah, I think he was done being the big fish in the small pond. And I'm not saying that as any kind of insult. I just, I could see even when we would visit uh, Salt Lake that um, 
everything Carl did, everything he said was like a page of the, of, of the Tribune. And like, I, I think it, I think it was tough. It seemed to wear on him that, that everything he did good, bad or otherwise was so scrutinized and that he was, he was statewide news and he comes to LA and he's there with Shaq and Kobe and Gary Payton and Phil Jackson. And in a city where there's all these other celebrities and he, he was not, no one was hinging on his every word or his every jump shot. And I think he enjoyed that, but also, you know, his mom passed away um, in that summer between when he left Utah and joined the Lakers, or I think after he had signed with the Lakers and he was really close with her. Um, it was really just, a, you know, emotionally wrenching and he, he got to LA, I think in a different frame of mind. And so the, the Carmelone that we got that one season, I think was very different with, with us in the media than maybe he had been with uh the Utah media, where I'm sure it was great at times too, but I, I recall it being, you know, having some tense moments. Um, so he just, he came in with, a, I think, in a different frame of mind at that stage of his career and, and given losing his mom and playing, a, a, you know, almost being a role player next to Shaq and Kobe. There was all that. And he was the voice of reason as those two guys were feuding as ever. And uh, he, he was, you know, a guy who everybody in the locker room obviously had great respect for, um, you know, no one, no one could tune out Carl Malone or, or ignore, you know, whatever his wisdom of the day was. So um, we had a great time. I mean, I don't know much, much more time we have left in the segment, but I do have a couple quick, uh, quick recollections, anecdotes from that season. Yeah. Hit us, Howard. We got time. Let's do it. All right. right. So Shaq and Kobe opened the season fighting already, right? Like that was like, it was, they were in full meltdown mode. Um, right from the start that year. And after about the third or fourth day of us asking all the players about it and, and going through the usual rigmarole of what's going on, how they doing, how, you know, can you settle them down? Or this, are you guys going to be a blah, 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 blah. Carl's, <laughs> Carl's just getting sick and, 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 and tired of the, the whole, the whole drama and us in the media still asking about it. And he finally says in his uh, Louisiana draw, which I will not do well here, but I'm going to try. He says, man, y'all trying to kick a fault out of a dead mule i said <laughs> i said um we're what y'all trying to kick a fault out of a dead mule i said we're trying to kick a, a what he says and he finally he over enunciates he says fart fart you're trying to kick a fart out of a dead mule <laughs> I, um i i never felt uh more, more, uh, more city Californian, you know, less in touch with uh, with Southern expressions. Um, completely <laughs> threw me, but it was hilarious. And he had these, he had just, just these, these, uh, these throwaway lines or these these Southern expressions. Um, so that was always fun. There was another time. The other story I always love to tell. I think this might have been. I don't think it was a playoff series. Actually, we're in Sacramento, though. I remember we're, we walk into the visiting locker room, Narco Arena. Carl's got the, the corner locker near the training room. He's sitting there at his locker, and he's, he's got something in his hands. He's doing something and, and looking really intent on whatever it is. And I walk up to see what he's doing, and he looks up. He was darning his own socks. Like he, I don't know if it was superstition that he always wanted to wear the same pair of socks until they, like, absolutely just disintegrated. But he was, he was darning his socks, the game socks that he was going to wear. I, I don't think like I, I'm sure I have never seen that before and never will again. The player actually sitting there with a needle and thread, darning socks. So um, yeah, incredible. that was a fun year. <laughs> Howard, since we got you talking this way, I want to ask you a really strange question. But you've moved around a little bit in your NBA coverage career. 
and you've been on both coasts. How would you compare the experience living in L.A. versus, say, Brooklyn? You know, obviously very different. And I grew up in the Bay Area, so, I mean, the, the one common thread there is I've always lived in, in pretty big cities. I mean, um, so it's that part of it is similar. It's, it's not the same extreme as going from, you know, living in New York to living in, you know, uh, you know Tuscaloosa or something. I mean, um, so – but New York is obviously a different pace and a different – intensity than living in LA um different weather <laughs> we're still uh, still digging out from the snow we hit got hit with earlier this week uh, I did not grow up with snow um so it's it's you know but I've been you know been here for 16 and a half years now so it's 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 uh it's just the norm now um but I will say you know you know covering the Lakers even though it was a very competitive beat in a huge media market like the vibe around that team, um, the way that that uh, you know, just the day to day was, it was a, it was always more relaxed. Like yeah, there was the the tension of Shaq versus Kobe, and there was the tension of just the Lakers having the constant pressure to win it all and, and all that stuff. But um, it was a much more relaxed environment overall than say when I got here and started covering the Knicks with the New York media market, which the the, the tone of the tabloids um, just kind of set a, a different framework. And so there's there's that part of it. But um, I enjoy not having to have a car. I actually like riding the subway <laughs> during normal times. Um, you know, it, it's uh, I, I, we you know, we love city life in general. So that that's that's the big difference. Not having to commute, not having to deal with like, you know, strip malls, driving around parking lots and, you know, having to, uh, you know, if I if I need like a, a, a quart of milk, I can just walk out my front door, walk to the corner and buy one. So New York is home now, essentially, is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think after 17 years, that's safe to say. <laughs> well, Howard, thank you uh, for jumping on with us, as always. We really appreciate it, man. Stay warm back there. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. Always a pleasure to talk to you next week. See you, buddy. That's our friend Howard Beck. Makes the magic happen for Sports Illustrated and joins us each and every Friday. Uh, I where love would, those. Where, anti- where would you Where would you rather live, New York or L.A.? Oh, neither, neither. I'd take San Francisco probably over both of those. Well, uh, if, you had to, if you had to pick one or the other, if I had to, I guess I'd say L.A. because I. Howard said he loves to ride in the subway everywhere. I uh, I've been to New York and it was a lovely place to visit, but I I don't think I'm I'm interested in in doing that. Yeah, that's on a permanent basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just seemed like such a to-do to go anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Got to take three trains and uh, and uh, run over four blocks and then get on another train and then hail a cab. And, uh, you know, I just want to get in my car and come to the warehouse. That's all I want to do. Uh, you know, when he, when he was talking about Carl uh, and his experience here, uh, boy, that brought back memories. Oh, yeah, yeah. covering Carl was something. Like I said, you did it longer than I did, but there are certain Carl interviews I'll never forget. Um Gordon, we're here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Our friend uh, Clayton jumping on with us again. And uh, you were a big Carl fan back in the day. I know you grew up a jazz fan. Are you kidding me? It was a push-off. It, they didn't win the championship legally. We would have had a ring. Didn't you and your dad go to uh, the, one of those finals games in Yeah, Chicago? we were in uh, the 96-97 uh, year. 
pretty cool to go on the road in Chicago. Yeah, that's we shared a, an airplane ride together. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. I can't believe I was well, I was six years old, and <laughs> we have a cool story. I don't know if my dad told the story on the air once, but we went we went to the game, got tickets, and after the Bulls won, we're walking out and we're decked out in Utah gear. And again, I'm a six year old. My dad's there, and it, the the chief the chief of police comes up to us. He's like what are you guys doing? And those that you know, Chicago are familiar where, where the United Center, isn't it the United Center? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. The United Center is located. You know that it was getting rowdy. He said, he said, do you guys know where you're going? And my dad said, yeah, we're just going to go get on the, on, on the, what do they call it? The rail? The we're, L. We're going to go get on the L uh-huh. and go to our, go to our, uh, our hotel. And the chief of police looked at my dad. After the Bulls just beat the Jazz and Jazz gear, in Chicago, you're crazy. Get in my car. We get in his car. He threw on the lights, and within eight minutes, we were at uh, our hotel. I'll never forget that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Saw a little Utah Jazz fan. He said, "Get in here. Put me on. Put us under his wing, and took us to our hotel." Awesome. So, good memories. And you know, we've been to so many sporting events with my dad. Two other memorable was we went to the bowl, the BYU bowl game this year. Yeah, right. Watch BYU destroy UCF, and then we went. Uh, Copa America in Brazil. Talking about soccer earlier, we went to to Brazil, the Maracanã, one of those stadiums that they they had like over five hundred thousand people at some concert one time or whatever. They uh, we went to that stadium and watched Peru versus Brazil in the Copa America final. So good times with my dad. Amazing, big sports fan. You're huge. Dad. Yep, that's lo- why we do this. And love taking care of our listeners too. Always big heart, that guy. In 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 the spirit of my dad, let's get straight to it. Um, those that are just joining us, um, little update, mini update. My dad is for the past fourteen days been fighting for his life in the ICU. Um, I've come back, kind of like we know we said the Tommy Boy situation, taking over the family business, and we're here. We're here. We're downsizing uh, just because of now that I'm in charge. Um, Got to have to have to make some decisions quick. We're going to downsize, fortify the fort here in Salt Lake City, and keep selling furniture. Keep the spirit of my dad protecting our customers, getting you good deals. So we're closing the Orem store. Everything must go in Orem. If you've got kids down at school in the Utah Valley or any of the schools down there, they need something. We have California King mattresses starting at 199. We have floor model uh adjustable bases that you know we talked about two i think it was two times ago mm-hmm. that you know you can get adjustable bed for twenty two hundred dollars we're selling them for 200 bucks and yeah they might not have a remote you know they were lost in shipping or, or whatever those are the kind of situations we're talking about about adjustable beds down in provo and that, uh, sorry down in orem and again that's orem only everything must go in orem um we're downsizing to fortify the fort here in Salt Lake, and this is kind of a day of like major updates with with the warehouse, right? Yeah. And another update is uh, we're opening on Sunday here in Salt Lake. Oh, that's exciting! So we're gonna Very keep nice. we're gonna keep uh, we're gonna keep uh, it's kind of just that fortify the fortress here until Dad gets back. Yeah, keep uh, keep the doors open and moving furniture right out of them. So we'll be that's open through we'll be open through uh, through the weekend on Sundays now here uh, Salt Lake store only uh, special hours noon. To, sorry, 11 to 5 on Sunday, um, taking care of our customers here here on Sunday. And uh, we're excited for change. We're excited for the challenge. Me and my little brother are up for the challenge, so we're, we'll continue to do that. And, uh, and uh, in the spirit of my dad, 
we are we are rocking and i have i have another announcement that uh you've heard of the clayton section right yeah well we're going to be doing a christopher okay after tof getting in on the action three-piece sectional i don't have all the details but stay tuned uh, hopefully in the next on the next break uh, we can talk about the Christopher section. Excellent. All right, take advantage of it. Eight eighteen twenty five South three hundred West. You're in Salt Lake now. Open Sundays, and you heard uh, Clayton. Everything's got to go from the Orem store. Eighteen or eighty six East University Parkway, down there in Orem. Thank you very much, Clayton. Thank Appreciate you, guys. You. All right, uh, we're we're going to talk to Tim Lacombe at four fifty. So we're bumping the Not Sports Report up to next. So stay tuned. We're getting to it. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. This is DJ and PK. Joined in studio now by Riley Jensen, football insider, former Aggie quarterback. I know how it works here, PK. You just go with whatever I say. You're kind of like the adversary. You don't really push against people. You just give them a nudge really, really far in the direction they're already going. So if I say you hate Utah State, you're like, oh, yeah, I can't stand those guys. (laughs) You're just like the adversary. Beelzebub in studio. DJ and Lucifer doesn't have the same ring. Sounds like a dangerous show, though. DJ and Lucifer. Yeah, doesn't have the same ring as DJ and PK. It actually actually doesn't change the show at all it feels exactly the same i'm a devil what can i tell you (laughs) catch dj and pk mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network let's get out of the zone phone joining us now ryan from the dish professionals our good friend out to save you some money help you watch sports get you some free stuff and do it with the best customer service in town what's up ryan absolutely jake and uh saving money is a it's an awesome thing especially when you get a better system after it's all said and done, and I don't talk about this enough, but the, on the business side, the commercial side, listen, if you've got a business, whether it uh, be a restaurant, a hotel, a, an office building, or maybe tire shop, if you are paying for TV, well, take whatever your bill is and divide it by two. Or if you're looking to get TV, that's how much cheaper we are than the nearest uh, competitor. It's actually comical to me. I think it's uh, the funniest thing in the world that we're that cheap. And I... Uh, I applaud the people that call us and get set up with the service because they're definitely getting a good service and they're definitely getting the very best price. And as the premier retailer for Dish here in Salt Lake, guys, we'll make sure we get you dialed in right, get you the best price, get you the award-winning hopper. The equipment is fantastic. Um, Guys, the promotion is super, super good. Now, listen, if you just got that price increase and you're just kind of trying to swallow it, it'll be a hard it can be kind of a hard pill to swallow, especially since you got the same old system. You know, if you're a DirecTV customer, they haven't updated their equipment for over a decade now, and they're just charging more and more. Or you can take advantage of the deal with Dish, get the two-year promotion, two-year price guarantee, free movie channels, heck, even free pay-per-view channels for most of you. Call us up. We'll, we'll save you money. It'll be a lot cheaper than what you're currently paying. you get access to the games. You'll be able to use the system, and I'll tell you, this is the best part. It's so easy. It's just so easy to operate. The way the system is put together, the voice remote, um, the access that you have, it's also a Google Assistant in the, uh, the remote, which is super nice because you can use it for home automation or searching or anything you want. And the cool thing is it only listens to you when you push the mic button. So if you're worried about things like that, this is a great solution for your whole family. Call us up today. Get the uh, the upgraded system with remote for every single room of your house. We'll guarantee the best price. Have you installed as early as the next day. And, guys, packages are cheap. We can save you a ton of cash and give you the best, biggest, fastest DVR on the planet. 
you just got to call 424-DISH. That's 424-3474. Call us now or come by our office, 8034 South State. I got a great, clean, safe uh, environment that we can demonstrate the hopper in action. So if you're like, hey, I don't know, I want to see how, how it works, come by. Like, you'll be impressed. You'll like it, and then we can get you installed tomorrow, 801-424-DISH. 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH. We'll have more next coming up, uh, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Check this out. And now, your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, it is uh, it is time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Check them out online, lhmusedcars.com. Also, Gordon, Valentine's Day coming up, coming up quick. Get the best blankets ever at Minky Couture. It's the perfect gift for Valentine's Day, and you can get 30% off right now on any regularly priced blankets with promo code WELCOME30 on minkycouture.com. That's welcome 30 and take care of that valentine day gift today or visit a location near you ogden layton draper orham sugar house and st george minky couture for valentine's day that's minky couture uh gordon where are we going today first of all the music you hear in the background is a great love song so that goes right along with your read there all right Uh, in fact if i'm not mistaken paul mccartney said that this was the one song that he wishes he and Lennon had written and performed on the Beach Boys. God only knows. You know what oh, I yes. think of when I hear this song? What? Big Love, the HBO show. This was the uh, this was the opening the song to the opening credits. Oh, was it? Uh-huh. I never watched that show. But uh, uh, if if I were to ask you, Jake, if you were what what how to, what outmoded? I'll say it that way, even though music is 
you can interpret any way you want. But uh, what what band or artist would you pick that would not necessarily be, you know, a, a favorite today? You, you would have to consider the Beach Boys a little bit, wouldn't you? That would not be a favorite today? Do I don't about? know. I don't, I don't know what you mean. No, if they weren't, you know, I mean, it's just a different style of music that isn't really what the kids are listening to these days. This coming from, like, beach music? This come from the guy that follows Kenny Chesney around the country? <laughs> First of all, I don't do that. But second of all, I just I just saw something about the Beach Boys last night, and I and I went back and listened to some of it. First of all, that's the best Beach Boys song. Oh, the I don't one know about we that. Just, well, what would you pick? Oh, I don't know. Well, let's not get bogged down because we're actually uh, running out of time, and we do have a, a not sports port to get to. But oh, yeah. I, I think that's a controversial take at best. Oh, oh, all right, all right, Jake. Have you ever tried to uh, uh, flatter your way into getting your way? Have you ever tried to compliment, say, a woman uh, to to <laughs> for some end? That you, uh, an ulterior motive? Not a woman, no. <laughs> well, then who did you do that with? Oh, I flatter you to get my way all the time. <laughs> oh, do you now? Okay. That's my go-to move. Really? When you were in college, you didn't ever, you know, lay the flattery on anyone to try and uh, impress them or anything? To manipulate my grade? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, well... Uh, a Florida man by the name of Demetrius Lewis. Well, he uh, apparently knows a beautiful woman when he sees one. And he saw one who happened to be sitting at the bench of uh, a Broward County judge who was about to rule on his case during a court appearance. And I think we have the sound from this. Do we not? Uh, can you? Can you play that for us, Eric? Listen, this is a guy who is about to be charged, about to be sentenced for a burglary charge, I believe it was. And this is the approach he took as he entered the courtroom. Demetrius Lewis on page 26. I'm good. Just a little, yeah. How you doing? All right, I'm good, sir. How are you? George, you are so gorgeous, the judge. I just have to tell you, you're gorgeous. Thank, thank you, Mr. Lewis. All right, Mr. All right, Mr. Lewis. Flattery will get you everywhere, but maybe not here. The, the court finds probable cause on count one burglary. Flattery will get you everywhere. She's probably not here. Not here at all. In fact, you may have just added to your problems. But I like judge, his, I judge, like his, judge, you are so gorgeous, so gorgeous, Judge. I just had to tell you, you are gorgeous. I liked his how you doing, how you doing there at the beginning. <laughs> Drop that in. Oh, hey, how you doing, how you doing there? He was talking to Judge Tabitha Blackman, who uh, was having none of that. And uh, But anyway, that, that was a noble effort on his part to try and soften uh, the blow there a little bit, right? She was she was nice about it, though, the judge. I mean, yeah, she's not going to let it sway her decision, but she, she could have been meaner to him, I think. Uh, then just crack it a little joke and, and moving on. Now, d is he really trying to manipulate the judge, or maybe uh, he's just trying to pay her a compliment? <laughs> well, okay. Well, I assume that she 
See, that's a difficult call because on the one hand, she's wise enough as a judge to know when she's been being sold a bill of goods. On the other hand, she probably wants to believe him, right? Uh, I, I don't. Do you think she cares what his opinion is on her appearance? <laughs> I don't think that's high up on her, her care list there. Well, considering that she uh, that she is married and has two kids, I don't think she was uh, interested. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> his his opinion needs one thing or another to her. I, I don't think. Well, she sent him back to his cell with a uh, with a five thousand dollar bond. So uh, there you go. All right, coming up next, we'll make our Super Bowl picks officially, official, officially, official. Even though we've known who Gordon's going to pick for weeks. Uh, but Tim Lacombe will jump on with us. We'll get his pick. And then Austin is just uh, automatically picking the opposite of me. So that's how that's uh, basically going to work with no Austin here today. So stay tuned. Big show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show brought to you by Big O. Live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. We'll talk to Clayton here momentarily. Uh, and we're going to make our, our picks official uh, for the Super Bowl. But, uh, Gordon, a, a story that's just breaking. Uh, this is tough. Um, Britt Reed, who's the Kansas City Chiefs assistant coach and uh, son of Andy Reed, was involved in a multi-vehicle crash uh, Thursday night. Uh, that uh, injured two young children. Uh, and it, it was a crash on an on-ramp and uh, involving a, uh, a strand, not stranded car, I guess, but a car that had run out of gas. One of the, the injuries was to a five-year-old that uh, is life-threatening. The other one to a four-year-old is non-life-threatening. So, boy, what a, what a terrible story uh, yeah, going sucks. into the Super Bowl. That is not good. That is not good. Not good. Man, I'll tell you. This is a this is a tough world we live in sometimes. It's a, a terrific world sometimes, but sometimes really tough. Yeah, no no doubt about it. All right, uh, let's now bring on uh, our good friend Tim Lacombe. Of course, he'll uh, join me for jazz pre half and post game uh, tonight. But he's been involved in our our little uh, picking of playoff games. Tim, how are you, sir? I'm good, Jake. Thank you. Uh, good, good. All right. Well, you and Gordon are basically picking for nothing. You've won uh, our little contest here. Uh, won it going away. Uh, Gordon is is had a good week there. What was it, Gordon? What was your good week? Was it championship week? Where last you played? week, yeah. Last yeah. well, last games, yeah. I got That's them both right, and you guys got them both wrong. He framed, so now, he framed it in the whole deal. He's got it up on the wall. <laughs> so now Austin and I are battling for the bottom. And uh, Austin is picking opposite of me, so <laughs> we know who Austin is picking. But let's uh, let's let's get the picks. Let's start as usual with you, Tim. Uh, who are you picking in the Super Bowl and why? Okay, hold on one second. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Um, I don't know. I just I got here early and I coerced coerced a young intern into this. So good job, Eric. Um, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs minus the three and a half. Taking the Chiefs. Tim, his record, by the way, is 7-4 and 1. And is the champion, indeed. And going with uh, wait, the Chiefs. Wait, wait, wait. I thought the line was three. Oh, is it three? Okay. I'll take Other, three. Hold on, hold on. Since not Austin's not here, well, let me, let me, uh. Last I checked, it was three. We'll go on the, the. Minus three on the ESPN. All right. So minus three, Tim taking the Chiefs. Uh, up next would be Gordon. Gordon, who are you taking? Well, first of all, this is a complicated pick because one thing that uh, I, I picked the Chiefs before the season started, as I've reminded you many times. And so I, I, I feel like this is not the time to jump off that. That, You're uh, going to pick the favorite, we know. But, it's fine. But, it's fine. And, but, but don't don't the, make excuses. Just wait, do it. Wait, there are two other things going on here. One, why would I pick differently than what Tim just picked? I mean, he, he's been crushing it. So 
That's another reason. And the other reason is because I don't want to make the same pick you make. And you've already said that you're going to pick the Buccaneers, so so I'll go. I'll go. Don't with the Chiefs. don't Triple blame rationalization right there. I like it. <laughs> don't blame you picking the favorite on me, sir. He brought that the, is he brought the un- opposite big and doubled the post, and then for good measure, just said, "Hey, that wing right there, come down and dig the ball out too." That's I've been, that's what he I've did. been telling yeah. you well, for two weeks. You're going to pick the Chiefs, and I never wavered from that. I knew it was going to happen. And well, I behold, picked them before it, the season it started. It wasn't exactly it wasn't happened. exactly a secret, Jake. I mean, it was it was, uh, but but it, I hate being predictable, so I don't necessarily. I mean, I almost went the other. Like you never even thought about it for a second, and you love being predictable. This is what you do. <laughs> pick the favorite. It's what you hey, do hurry up, every hurry up time. and pick because I did promise. Even though Eric didn't pick, he for playing the audio, he gets to pick. Well. Uh, for okay. pick what for? He's just an exhibition pick. For, oh, for the Super Bowl. I see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I am taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I never bet against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. He's going to win. <laughs> Listen to you. All he of a is going to win. He's the greatest of all time. And how dare anybody doubt him? Just because the Vegas Magic predicting wizard happens to decide that the Chiefs are the favorite. Uh, I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which means Austin is going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Come on board, Austin. And Eric will also be picking the favorite watch. Yeah, I'm actually going to take the over in a shocker, and I'll go Chiefs 38, Bucks 31. Yeah. yeah. It'll also be over. I didn't see that, that coming from your, uh, coming. your Patrick Mahomes take from earlier. Uh, so there you go. Everybody's on the Chiefs but me. Good times. Go Bucks. Well, that gives you all more reason. That that is a perfect scenario for you because not only can you hate the Chiefs, but you can have disdain toward us. It's great. I'm really excited feast. about it. I cannot wait until uh, until Tommy comes through and the Buccaneers are champions once. Oh, I once again going back uh, twenty years ago or what? 19, it's worth 18? it just having him have to root for Tom Brady, Tim. Uh, that's you know go. Tom. It, it hurts. It hurts him in every way. Go Tom Brady. Go Bucks. All right, uh, Gordo. Uh, thank you for your fine work today, Tim. I will uh, talk to you on the other side, buddy. Sounds good. All right, uh, we are here at the warehouse, eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West. Uh, I will be here throughout pregame. Our friend Clayton jumping on with us once again, and uh, Clayton, you're doing a great job today. Still helping our listeners, doing what they've come accustomed to. Hey, listen, Jake. Here at the warehouse, we love Tom. So we do. I'm going with you, Tom Brady and the Bucks. Ah, that's right. See, I like where your mind's at. <laughs> we're we're feeling Tom right now. We're no feeling doubt. Tom. Yep. So I'm going with it. There you go, Tom and then the Bucks. Hey, I want to jump into. We we touched on it earlier today, but I want to jump. Uh, it feels weird to do that. But yeah. We got to do it. Yep. Um, I want to jump into what we touched upon earlier, and it's our it's our bread and butter here at the warehouse: adjustable beds. If you want to adjust a little bit, if you're in a listener, if you're in your car right now, wherever you're at listening to this program, and you've thought about getting an adjustable bed, we are the spot to do it here in Utah. Um, come see us. I have deals, um, solid king adjustable beds that you can buy from our competitors anywhere from 5200 to $6,200. Um, we're not doing it, and we're not selling it for that much because that's crazy. We're not even doing it for for twenty two ninety nine, we're dropping it down to one ninety nine. Wow! 
I, I apologize. So I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> Nineteen ninety nine. Big difference there, but I think we got what you were saying. My, my, <laughs> we my, didn't think you you totally lost your mind. <laughs> my mind, my mind's in in La La Land. But we're doing we're doing we're doing a solid king. Uh, we're doing it for you know what? Screw it. I messed up. I'm gonna do it for fifteen ninety nine. All right, look at that. You know, I, I messed Clayton up on the number. speaks and uh, our listeners save money. Forget it. We're doing it for fifteen ninety nine. And if you <laughs> pay fifteen ninety nine through Tuesday, remember we're open Sunday. Yep. So today, tomorrow, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I'm going to give you a free mattress. That's a Made in America gel infused memory foam mattress, solid king. I'm going to throw in that that mattress completely free. And if you want the hybrid that has the coils underneath, it's fifty dollars more. And that mattress is comparable to our competitor that may or may not have the name of the friendly ghost. Ah, I think I got you. And uh, and you know, say you don't want the solid king. Say you want to practice social distancing with your your significant other, and you want a split king. We're gonna do that one. That you usually re- that retails at our at our competitors for sixty two hundred. We're gonna do it at nineteen ninety nine. Wow. Same thing. I'm gonna throw in the the two mattresses. Memory, the gel-infused memory foam for free. And if you want the hybrid, $50 more. That is only here at the warehouse in Salt Lake City and in Orem. It's the only place you can do that. And I promise you, we are the cheapest place to get an adjustable bed. And we're running it. So come see us. You want an adjustable bed, you thought about having an adjustable bed, we're definitely the guys that do it, and we're definitely the cheapest. Now is the time. Take advantage of it. Boom, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake, 86 East University Parkway in Orem. Clayton, you're the man. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll have more next. Uh, Jazz Game Night pregame show kicks off next here on the 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Now let's get to